Bye. Love you. Uh, the first concert I was supposed to go to in Abilene, I went to go at like 10 o'clock and the guy called me and he said, don't show up because they're on their last song because in Abilene, everything closes early because I, I was used to Dallas rules. Man, that's sad. It is very sad, amongst other things. Okay, let me get all switched over now. So this will be the only time I bring up anything political, even though the little red thing is still going. But this is funny. This is so great. It says... So I'm going to say this. I said, I've said this the last couple times. This tonight might be one of the best content episodes. They just messaged me again. I'm, I'm done. Yes, I, I can't wait. Man. Hey. Um, this is also first episode with head coach. Not just coach, hey. but head coach. So I told Anna. You know, he's been giving head for years. <laughs> so, I told, so I told Anna last night, I was like, there's certain perks that go along with being a head coach. One of those perks now is if I ever were to want to be a head coach in a different district anywhere in the state, one of the perks that goes along with that is my negotiating power to where I can say to that district, and let's just say, hell, let's say Abilene was the district, right? Uh, and they were like, we want to hire you. You're our guy. Well, I could say, well, my wife is a first grade teacher in the district that I currently teach in. You only get me if you get her a job in the district as well. And most districts would say, done. We got done. a spot for yeah. her. Mm -hmm. And then I can negotiate moving fees as well. It's going to cost me X amount of money to move. And I can negotiate into that. I need nice. five grand to make the move or whatever. And they'd be cool. like, done. Here you go. So with assistant coaches, that doesn't happen. <clears throat> And, and most of the time you see this on the football side of things, but as you get up into the five and six, a schools, head coaches of other programs, get those perks. Well, and well. soccer is, is such a, it's, it's getting bigger and bigger every year. Correct. I mean, now, the, the, the job security of the Princeton head coach for the girls soccer team hasn't been all that great <laughs> in the recent times. Well, that is yeah but who's the constant been no 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 i i i agree right. i agree um and had i i what what the the coach that you first started under had she not had she not uh, messed up she, she would still be there no she wouldn't still be there she she was planning on working her way out but the plan was eventually to slowly hand it over to me right but with the abrupt nope done got to go that kind of put a kink in things, but I think they've, but I, think, <laughs> yeah, I know, right. But I think they, they realized, okay, we're over two since that first coach Gerfers was under. Um, he's been here long enough. It's his, it's his time. Yeah. Give and him a shot. One of, uh, one of our subscribers, Maurice Locke. What's up, brother. He, uh, I coached with him volleyball. He was the head volleyball coach for several years. 
I put him as a reference and he told me what he put down on the recommendation, basically how I'm the quintessential coach for a head coach uh, in Princeton, but how I'm, you know, an organized community leader and church leader and all these things and have all these leader uh, uh, abilities. And he basically was like, uh, if y'all pick anybody else, y'all are stupid. <laughs> he, he went through, he created a word. He's very nice. He talks to people. And then he did like the synonyms and then the yeah. word. <laughs> well, so. Essential. 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 Right Extravagant. Right on. Okay. So here the million dollar follow-up to that is before in the past, you have, you've, you've made it known. I have no interest in being a head coach. Correct. I don't know how much longer I want to coach. So. Why the change of heart? Uh, man, you get to the point to where you get tired of seeing, because I call them all my girls. They're my girls. That's what they are. You get tired of seeing them all get drugged through the mud, and it's finally time for them to actually get somebody that they respect and get somebody that can actually possibly do something. And it, it just, it was one of those things you could tell they all were asking, will you please do it? Please. It, it had gotten to the point to where if you don't do it, we're going to quit. And I don't coach quitters. And so it's like, okay, fine. I mean, I'll, I'll do it. And so I, I even told him in my interview, I was like, cause the athletic director goes, we know, you want to be an admin at some point. And I said, you're right. They go, so how long is this coaching gig going to be? I said, to be honest with you, in five years, if I'm not an admin, I'm going to be upset. I said, I see this being a four to five year play and then making that step up, which in Texas nowadays, four to five years for a head coach in any sport is about the norm until they either move on to a different district or they take that step up. So it's kind of where I'm at. We shall yeah, see. But, but what if you win in state titles and all, are you going to, well, it just depends from that. It just depends on, uh, depends. I don't know. I mean, if, if it all works out nice, I may stay. Cause here in about six or seven years, Princeton's going to break off into a two high school town. So I may stick it out and, basically win the first crosstown rival and then bow out who knows i don't know what will you do after that go into admin go in being a principal oh okay cool so so yeah there it is principal gurfers and on that note hey welcome back to another episode <laughs> of the unt3 podcast we bring you all music all the time if you've been here before you know what to expect right we talk everything music this is your first time here welcome hit the like button subscribe notification bell because you're gonna enjoy tonight that's all i gotta say i'm your host ryan gerfers co-host mr joel cox right he loves mariah carey and he <laughs> especially loves especially that christmas music this version right all i want for christmas is you send him emails with mariah carey like little snippets in there please for the love of god don't it's Do it. bad enough i have to go through the month of december listening to that crap <laughs> <laughs> and then this guy over here man one take dude that's what i'm talking about man one 
take. We won't go in depth on, you know, everything that he's done in one take. <laughs> we'll leave that up for, uh, you know, just up for you to interpret. That is a mini. Well, it's <laughs> literally it a, a mini. So <laughs> a mini sode or is, I mean, no, we won't go Are we there. talking about That's time a- or. Mini sewed right That's there. That's a totally <laughs> different podcast. But this hey, guy. So, <laughs> for those of you that have been watching and listening for the past several weeks, tonight is the night. Today is the day. Whatever time you're listening to this, if it's day or night, we're at house six of which house are you going to pick? Okay. 90s edition. <clears throat> I'm putting the call in. One of these fools is moving tonight. <laughs> Bags are packed. I, hey. I, I'm telling you right now, I will be shocked, legitimately shocked, if neither of you move tonight. I have a feeling he's going to be shocked. But I, I just have this feeling. Yeah. I, yeah, just, baby. I just have this feeling at least one of you is moving. And if you don't, I don't know a damn thing about either one of you. Y'all can both <laughs> suck it. Well, you've only in every house that you have said, I I feel there's a chance. You've been right. So I th- but, but, but the house number one is so it is strong. House one for those of you just now first episode listening watching. All three of us right now are sitting in house one with Nirvana, Pearl Jam, Soundgarden, Smashing Pumpkins, Alice in Chains, and Hole. Hole. Again, I think tonight we see a move. Now, this also may be a house tonight where y'all look at each other or y'all look at me and y'all are like, what the hell? What is this band doing in this house? Why is this band not in blah, blah, blah? We may hear that tonight, but ultimately I think Somebody's feel, that's, a, that's a good possibility. Here we go with band number one. Okay. House number six. House number six. Do you have the time? To Not looking good so far. Okay. Green Day. Now. I love me some Green Day, especially early stuff. Their first three, four albums. Uh, I, I, yeah, I, I have very fond memories of. Yeah, so, Kerplunk, Dookie. Um, not many people know Kerplunk. Kerplunk was at the beginning, so yeah. Do you know there's a song on Kerplunk that's on Dookie? No. Yeah. Huh. What song? Do you remember? Uh, hold on. <laughs> Welcome to Paradise. Oh, I didn't realize on both. Mm-hmm. Now. Okay, let's do it. Band number two in house six. Let's do it. I'm going to play you two different sound bites off of this song and from this band. Just saying. Watch this. <laughs> Why are they with Green Day? I didn't I tell you? Didn't I tell you? Okay, hang on. Let, let, let me now, now I know why he said what he said. <laughs> All right. And here I gotta play the little second part of this. Here we go. Okay. Hang on, just 
They deserve their own house, by the way. So, yeah. Now do you see why? Now, and the thing is, we're only at band number two. We still got four more bands to go. Can I kick the first band out? No, leave them in. Can I, can I put them in the garage or something? At least you like both of them. I think you would be able to tolerate Green Day knowing that Metallica is in that house. Okay. I, I, I really do. Now, this band, let me get it here. This band alone. Well, I'm not going to say it because it'll give it away. But this band alone, you'll, you'll understand why Anna is in this house. Oh. I have, I have. And you hate very, rage. I have very strong feelings about this house. I, I'm loving, I I'm loving it not for the fact of what it is. It's the fact that I know that this is like, I know how I much you hate rage against the machine. I don't hate rage. <laughs> I don't hate rage against the machine. I just don't think they're as great as everybody says they are. Ah, got you. Okay, got you. Okay, okay. so. To recap right now, we have Green Day, Metallica, and Rage Against the Machine. Rage Against the Machine. Here comes band number four in house six. Okay. You gotta keep them separate. Yeah. This is a bullshit house. This okay. is a bullshit. Okay, and why is it a bullshit house, Fisher? Why? Because you have bullshit bands in there with Metallica. <laughs> with Metallica. <laughs> That's the I can't wait one. to hear the last two bands in this house. Yes. All right, here we go. Oh, and for those of you, that was The Offspring. The Offspring, yeah. Okay, here we go. Here's Keep uh, them separated. The, here's the next band. That's a little better. Why you gotta do this band? Nine Inch Nails, by the way. And Metallica. Why you gotta do them like this? <laughs> and oh man, okay. Well, you got I this this is gonna be a doozy. Like who in usually you can kind of predict who's in this house. This is one of those ones that I, I told you. I literally had no idea who the last band is going to be. Oh, uh, trust me. Give me a favor. Watch his face when I hit play. Watch it. <laughs> Watch. If you're listening, you really need to be on this, YouTube. This is Watch where I'm going to slowly pan in on his face. <laughs> Watch when I hit play, damn it. Right. I love this house. So let's recap this house. This Green is the Day, worst house. Metallica, Rage Against the Machine, The Offspring, Nine Inch Nails, and Foo Fighters. Okay, you've got two great bands, three really good bands, and then the rest are shit. <laughs> <laughs> 
the two the, the oh. two great bands in there are Metallica and Nine Inch Nails. And then you've got the three that are really I may say really good because I'm gonna lump Foo Fighters with Metallica and Nine Inch Nails. The other three can go suck it. <laughs> I I love that. the thing is is it doesn't bother me. I I will tell you this list has been I think we talked about this earlier on other episodes the most consistent list as far as the houses goes all and of them had go, just seen and then you do this one and then you have this house which is like to quote you know Foo Fighters a monkey wrench like you know it's just completely I, I mean I, I, just Green Day and Metallica in the same house is crazy enough you know. See when you when you played Green Day, I was like, okay, we're gonna get bands like Green Day, some Forty One, Offspring, bands, yeah, 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 right. <laughs> Is Megadeth anywhere else on this list? I, I cannot. I <laughs> In cannot these houses, speak. I cannot speak to that. He cannot speak to that. I cannot speak to that. Um, you easily could have put uh, the the Big Four because they all had great albums in the '90s as well. Could have put the Big Four in there, and 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 it. And you could have put Pantera in there with yeah, them. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Right? So I mean, it's it's funny. This is a messed up list, but it's a good one. Yeah. No, it's not. It is not a good list. It is all. no. It is a great one because it causes you so much <laughs> under, <laughs> digestive issues. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I'm going to make this easy on Gurfers. I absolutely love this list. Green Day, Metallica. I mean, the Black Album, you know, Dookie, Rage Against the Machine, their first two albums. I mean, that that alone, like, made up the sales for half of the 90s, it seems <laughs> like. Uh, you know, Nine Inch Nails did, I mean, Multi-Platinum, Offspring had a good album. Uh, and Foo Fighters, of course, what can we say? You know, the color and the shape, that album. I mean, it took Foo Fighters from from uh, Nirvana's ex, you know, drummer to superstars that they are. And they've been killing it ever since. Uh, yeah. But That's for so me, as much as I love Rage Against the Machine and as much as I love all these other bands, he's I stay, am staying. going to stay in house number one. Yeah, see, I, and, and again, uh, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, that's hard. It's a, it's yeah. a very, it's a very thin margin, but I just every you know except the only for reason the only reason I'm giving consideration to this house is because of that, right? Oh, there. I know, I know, I know, <laughs> right there. But then you have to look at the bands you don't like, and you're like, well, can I deal with the mediocre roommate? No, I, the roommate that you want to kick out. Yeah. So I'm very fine margin while while yeah. Fisher is while the 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 blood is boiling and the the smog See, is clearing. Whoever put these houses together, which was not email, me, was not me by the way, or their TikTok handle, whatever. So I, 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 I did not get this off of TikTok. Oh. I'm just making that official. I did not. God, I want to cuss. So you could replace Hole with Metallica, and that would be a that number one would be house. Oh, that'd be a be killer sick. house, <laughs> right? Because Hole would fit in well in House Six. Oh God, <laughs> I love it. 
This is where Jeopardy theme music is playing. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll come up with some kind of. Dun, 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 dun. See, this is how you know. I, I mean, as much as he says this is a shit list, it really is good because look at him; he's perplexed. I, it has nothing to do with the quality of the list. I will assure you that. <laughs> So uh, does so, my love of Metallica supersede my disdain for the others in this house? Well, not all others, but now is when we find out where his loyalty really lies. <laughs> mm -hmm. If you question my loyalty, <laughs> it's oh, it is it's a rough one. Yeah, this is no lube for sure. <laughs> That's a t-shirt. No lube for no sure. Lube. Hey, <laughs> raw dog. Angry shark. Angry shark. <laughs> Angry shark. <laughs> and once you leave a house, you can't go back to it. Right? Correct. We've made that. We've made that rule, even though there's no rules. We're putting those rules on this. Like uh, if I leave house one to go to house six, next you can't week, go I back can to house, house one. one. Once you move out, you you've you're out. That's a fact, Jack. I'm really going to kick myself with the, with the house next week. Wait, you said seven and nine suck. It's it's house eight. Then. I think house eight is the is the only other house that has a shot at getting y'all to move. Man, man, this is like I feel like dead air. Do you want us to you want us to give you a minute? We'll we'll talk about something while you're while you're no, thinking. No, I'm no, doing it no. over. Like every time I see your hat, I feel like it's a Dallas Cowboy hat, but it's not. It's not. But it looks like a Dallas Cowboy hat. <laughs> That's what Fisher Fisher always says. Yeah. Play this. Play this in the background while he's thinking. Okay. You can get us banned. You can get us this episode not able to air. <laughs> All right. Here it comes. Hate to do it. Hate to do it. It hurts me to say it. But... This is literally the funniest thing I've ever seen. If you're not on YouTube watching this, you are missing. <laughs> like, All right, damn it. I'm moving to house six. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There it is. Oh, there the mighty Met. Oh. The Met fans rejoice, and, and they're going to the, slowly kick no, out all the other bands. We, yeah, we are. We're all, for the listeners and the viewers out there, just know that I'm with you in my disdain <laughs> for Metallica being in a house with the offspring in Green Day. Oh, my gosh. That is ah. so amazing. So I have to make my official. Right, because we were all in house one. So, what do you, what do y'all think I'm gonna do? I think you're gonna stay. I, I think you're gonna go. Well, Allison Chains is one of your favorite bands. So that's what I was about to say. His, his, his. Like all these other bands are good, but I, I think, I think you're gonna stay in house one. Y'all would be correct. Yeah. It was. I mean, and, and to be honest with you. I didn't I didn't struggle with it as hard as Christian did, but because I love Metallica, I love Rage, right? And then the others for me I can tolerate. But dude, I oh, 
Alice in Chains, Soundgarden, and Pearl Jam alone in house. Right, one. right, right. That's and that's because those four bands: Nirvana, Alice in Chains, Pearl. Those four Seattle bands, right? Yeah. They made up so much of what I listened to in the '90s. The only other band out there that I listened to more than those four bands was Metallica. Yeah, yeah, right. And not even really, not even uh, Nirvana, because back in the '90s when we were kids, I I was like Ryan. I couldn't stand Nirvana. Didn't like them. Yeah, right. It was more of the whole. You know, people say, oh, Kurt Cobain's the voice for a generation. And I was like, the hell he is. He doesn't speak for me. Right. Yeah. But, but being older now, it's kind of my appreciation for Nirvana. My. Uh, dare I even say love for Nirvana kind of. Organically grew like mine for Rush. Like at first it started out, I heard, I started listening to it one day and I was like, oh, well, that reminds me of this. And the, the nostalgia kicked in. Yeah. And then now being in my 40s as opposed to my teens, I'm a much more disciplined listener. And li actually listening to what Dave does on the drums for Nirvana and what Kurt is playing, right? Uh, and how they, they, they structure their songs and put them together. Like that's it sounds simple, but I can imagine it's not so simple in the studio. Yeah. And, you know, so, you know, again, I listened really, really in high school. It was Alice in Chains, Soundgarden and Pearl Jam. Nirvana came later, but Metallica. I'm surprised Stone Temple Pilots hadn't made a list yet. Well, we still we still have uh, a few houses have left. Three houses left. Because because I could see Stone being in in house six. Yeah, I I seriously, whoever put these houses together, it's like they on purpose go. Okay, this is the house we're gonna mess with everybody. Yeah, we're gonna screw everybody with this one. So well, I like this. But this I is have fun. I have I have officially changed residences. There it is. Well, and you see, will be here, missed. You will. But here's the thing. Only here's, because the greatest band of all time is in that list. But here's the thing, though. All time? If, if, all time. if we really want to, you know. The Beatles of our age, if you will. Mm. Mm. If, but <laughs> if you really want to think about it this way before Joel farts. Um, <laughs> the let, me, let me tell you. Of our age. We can almost bend the rules a little bit by, hey, you know what? We can always come over to your house and visit and listen to your stuff. And you can come visit us. Yeah, but you don't want to come visit me. What are you talking about? Dude, I'll totally come over there to listen to some oh, Metallic and Rage. Oh, totally. That's hey, right. Hey, B-word. <laughs> Dude, that hey, was the best part of the ending of the last episode where we're all freaking out because it's B-word. I like it when you're talking to yourself. <laughs> this show would suck with one person. <laughs> oh, was, was that the whole thing where it was just me? Yeah, that's the whole oh. ending is you talking to yourself and it and I cut it off where you go. Oh, wait, what which episode is that? Uh uh 57. Oh, I haven't seen that yet. Yeah, at the very end, you're all like you're all like talking, and then you're like, Man, this show would suck if it was one. Is person. that is that the one that you uploaded today? Uh yeah. 
Okay, then I haven't looked at that okay, yet. You need okay, you the ending in that one's pretty good. 56, right. 56 will go live on Thursday. The two minisodes are live now. Sweet. Awesome. And we are currently doing episode 59. 60. Is it 60? It is 60. Holy shit. Nice. 40 more till we get to 100. Hey, more. nine more and then it's 69. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Okay. So featured artist. Here's the deal. Well, you better come with it on this one. Oh, no. Okay. So I'm coming with a heavy hitter. It's uh, I'm going to, this is, this is a big band. Big. I'm going to go over their stats. Then I'll play it for you. Big My, like as in a lot of members or. No, big as in like very well known and number of albums sold. Okay, let's do it. So, uh, I'll preface it with this: Mom was over for Mother's Day this past weekend. This is her favorite band, um, Beatles. It is not the Beatles. So here we go. They have sold over two hundred million albums worldwide. They have seven studio albums, three live albums, 11 compilation albums, four video albums, and 30 singles. Awards are six Grammys, five American Music Awards, six number one albums, and five number one singles. This is an American rock band. And this has we go. to be. I Girl think I know who this is. No. The Eagles. I knew it was the Eagles. Yeah. You better turn it off right now. So, <laughs> you want to? We'll get we'll get copyright claimed real quick with them. So here's the deal: my mom and Steve several years back went to a concert of theirs, and what they were shocked about the most was they said that they came out and they played for about forty minutes, and then they took an intermission. And my mom was like, really? 40 minutes in the intermission? Okay. She said after the intermission, they came out and played for almost two and a half hours straight. Yeah. And didn't stop. Yeah. They had to, they had to get that devil's lettuce, man. Yeah. And so, <laughs> man. That um, nose candy. And so Let I'm going to play a snippet of one more of their songs that I'm going to stop sharing my sound. Y'all can play little snippets if you want. Um, man with fire. I'm just we'll telling you have to mute a lot of songs on this episode. This oh, uh, it's about time. I like this tune a lot. So let me get this turned up. Here we go. Turned up. Uh, Desperado. Dude, I love this song. Yeah. It's yeah. not their best. It's not their best, but I played it for Isabella earlier today, and she really enjoyed it. And so here's the thing. When we've talked music in the past and, and we've talked about the big bands, like the big guys, the Eagles never come up in conversation. And the question is, are they up there with the big guys, the Pink Floyds and, and the other guys that. If you ask my Aunt Pam and my Uncle Guy, yes. <laughs> my Aunt Pam and Uncle Guy huge eagles fans huge and my summers growing up whenever i would come up to visit my grandparents my grandparents lived in richardson my aunt and uncle my cousins they lived in irving and so you know spent a lot of time both places when i'd come up and visit 
a lot of a lot of the times I'd ride in the car with Aunt Pam. We'd listen to at least three or four Eagles tunes while we were in the car. And in her band she had uh that she was in, she was a singer. They covered a lot of Eagles songs. Like that was that was her band. At least that was my recollection. Yeah. Right. So if you ask them, yes. If you ask my cousins, you know, who grew up with it, they'll say yes, the Eagles are a big band. I mean you can't deny 200 million albums sold and yeah now who was the member that re when i say recently within the past 10 years or i mean if I, I, the glenn most fry? recent yes glenn fry was from the passed away last that was that was a big loss last. in the music community correct yeah the most many, well i mean they he, had passed away i'm sorry um he is the one that passed away recently Sorry, and and in the music community, that's a huge loss, correct? Well, well yeah, I mean, because, because a singer is a going in. So Glenn Fry and uh, why am I? Don Henley. Don Henley, the drummer and singer of the band, they were. You could consider them a Paul and John type. Yeah, Lennon know, and McCartney or, kind of thing. Yeah, Lennon, yeah. And so when you have one of the one half of the Lennon and McCartney type duo pass away, that's a huge loss. Yeah. But, you know, the thing is, is with the Eagles, each of them were talented. So, uh, you know, even Joe Walsh, you know, who came in later on in the band. I mean, uh, every single member, I mean, even Timothy B. Schmidt wrote, I think, their last number one hit, if I remember correctly. I can't tell you why. I think he was the one who wrote that. Um, but this is the thing about the Eagles. Right. Which one was he? Was he the, the other bass player? player? Oh, he was a bass player. player. Uh, this is the thing about the Eagles. Nobody sounds like the Eagles. Nobody. No. There is there's not a band. There are people that try to come out and imitate it. It's kind of like Pink Floyd. No one sounds like Pink Floyd. It's just no one sounds like Michael Jackson. I, I just feel like they're just in that. They, they are woven in the thread of American music, especially that 70s, 80s era. Yeah. There's just really uh, it's it's like leonard skinner you know it's like you hear a song and you're immediately transported to like you said fisher being on vacation with your family or being at the beach i mean it is hard to be at the beach and not listen to at least one song by uh by the eagles but i, I mean i remember yeah, it's hard to be at the beach and not if you're not listening to them someone down someone else is someone down the beach is yeah and so for me like i remember you know, I'd listened to a little bit, but my dad got me a copy of Hotel California. And I just, it, I mean, I still have the original CD he, he gave me like, and, and of course, then I got into their other albums as well, but like, you know, they have one of the, the largest grossing greatest hits album of all time. I what, mean, when hell freezes over. No, the, the greatest hits volume one. Um, I mean, it's just, yes, they're, they're great songwriters. No one sounds like them. They, they deserve to be in, in that, in that discussion. I mean, period. And what's so funny is they're not like flashy, like guys, they just go out there and they sing their tunes and, and that, well, that was going to be my next question. It was like, how, how does a group like this, that is, has this many albums sold and this many awards that how do they get that without being flashy you know what i'm saying 
they just do their job. They, I mean, they were, what's crazy about it is, you know, you have them in the seventies and early eighties and then Glenn Fry breaks off and, you know, it's got the heat is on, he's on Miami vice and all of that stuff. And then you have uh, Don Henley, you know, um, you know, boys of summer, boys of summer. And then uh, heart of the matter. I mean, that album is ridiculously great. And he wrote all that. I mean, just, and then, of course, you know, all the other guys go off and, and do stuff, too. I mean, they're, everybody is still pretty successful, maybe not as successful as those two guys. But, I mean, Joe Walsh is still playing all, all over the place, you know? And it's, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. it's just, you know, it's a flash in the pan. Those guys kind of accepted their roles and, and they, they knew who led the group and they just played their songs. And when it was done, it was done. It's just. I, I don't know. I, that is, a, that is a rarity. They don't dance. They, you know, they were all good looking guys, but I mean, it's not like they went out well, there. I, and, th- I think they, they benefit from the time that they came out. Yeah. They right? just wrote great tunes, man. They there's, wrote great tunes. Style that, of music, their style yeah. of music and uh, just their, their overall demeanor as a band. I mean, that's, they're, they're one of the bands I think of when I think of 70s rock, right? Like, they were the 70s along with some other bands like Led Zeppelin. and uh, I think of the Muscle Shoals group. Like, I think of, like, the Allman Brothers. I think yeah. of uh, Leonard Skinner. I think, and then I think of guys like uh, a guy who did, uh, Jackson Brown, who did Running on Empty. Mm-hmm. Like, just that, and Bob Seger. Like, they just, they're in that, arena when i think of arena rock that's what i think of i think of bands like the eagles yeah but soft rock if you will yeah but it's like it's like california rock you know it's like it's semi semi limp rock (laughs) well i mean it's it's to me it's the the evolution of the singer songwriters that came out of the out of california from the 60s like the mamas and the papas and Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young, Crosby, Stills, and Nash, right? Those type of bands, like they came out, and then the Eagles are what evolved from them, yeah. right? So that's kind of I put them in that kind of, yeah, because they are their singer songwriters. They just all happen to be in a band, yeah, right? Yeah, so. yeah, exactly. And uh, they also have one of the best on stage meltdowns recorded in history. If you get a chance, go YouTube it. Listening to Glenn Fry and the uh, guitar player that they ended up kicking out, it's it is so good. Nice. <laughs> they basically threatening to kick each other's. <laughs> the guy, the guy that uh, wrote their biggest hit. Yeah. yeah, I'm trying to remember his name, but yeah, they it's it's pretty funny. They you hear them yelling at each other. It's from a board recording too, so you don't get to see it because you get to hear it. So that's awesome. Well, what uh, about you, Gurfers? What are what's your uh, take or whatnot on the eagles i don't really know the eagles that well um i only know really the two songs that i played the snippets of mm-hmm. just because by the time i found out that that was who my mom's favorite band was i was already an adult and i had my niche of what i like to listen to yeah but it was like but like, I mean, I did go through my Britney Spears face. I'm sorry, <laughs> Britney, that I had to break your heart and trade you in for somebody better. But it is what it is. Um, uh, but I mean, really, I 
I guess the songwriting that y'all talked about too, I like it because we talked, you talked about how Desperado is not their best song, which I agree it's not, but I don't know their catalog as well as y'all do either. Yeah. And the very limited amount of songs I like, I have Tequila Sunrise, or that I know Desperado for me is just, it's a well-written tune. Just, I mean, just the piano and how it starts off with just the singer and the piano and it builds up to the whole band. And then it comes right back down to the way it started. Yeah. Just the singer and the piano. I, I like that. The, the big, the big, you know, how it builds and then goes back. I, I don't know. I just like it. You know, that kind of stuff. And there is no flash, but it still pulls out that emotion in you. But yeah, I mean, you're right, man. There's so many different tracks that you could choose from, you know, Tequila Sunrise, uh, New Kid in Town, Life in the one. Fast Lane, you know, Hotel California. That's the one that a lot of most people probably know. Uh, you know, Desperado. I like Desperado. I, I do like Desperado. It's not my favorite track and it's definitely not a bad track, but it's it's not my favorite Eagles track. Uh, right. But I mean, they just have some, you know, Take It Easy. I mean, geez. That's such a good song. That, I mean, getting in the car and just driving down the road, it's so hard not to like that song. But uh, uh, one of my first guitar solos I ever learned was Tequila Sunrise. My dad and the whole family would play it, and he would, like, let me do the solo. Of course, I fumbled. I sucked when I played it, but <laughs> but it was good times. Okay, so so we know Gerfer's two songs. What would you say is your favorite song or, or two two favorite songs by the Eagles, if you had to choose? Mine? Yeah. Uh, if I had to choose my two favorite, it would be Tequila Sunrise and I'll be cliche here, but Hotel California simply for that. I think more epic than the solo from Freebird epic solo at the end. Um, I could see why you'd say that. And I would say the thing that makes it beautiful is it's not improv. It is. It is orchestrated. It's like a great piece of music, the way it builds up. Um, you know, well, just the, 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 the interchange between, um, not Glenn Fry, Joe Walsh and the other guitar player that we can't. Yeah. That I'm blanking out on. Can't, can't name right now. Just how they, they trade parts in the solo. Right. Um, and you, Don and you, Felder. I had to look yeah, it up. I'm sorry. It was driving me crazy. Don Felder. Yeah. yeah. Give him his props because hey. he's the one who wrote that song. And um, yeah, but that that interplay between Don and Joe at the, yeah. in the solo is just it's it's one of those solos that when the solo is over, I rewind just to the beginning of the solo so I can listen to the solo again. Yeah, well, and you know, like I made a joke, uh, we or we were talking about it, and I, I put it on our Instagram. There was one time that we we were joking about what's the one song that when it's playing, you have to let it finish. Mm -hmm. And that was Hotel California, like Bohemian Rhapsody. It's just one that you're just waiting for that. So I'm just going to do this real quick because I was I was thinking there were some songs were missing. So so get ready. So Hotel California lion eyes we forgot that's, that's a oh, God, beautiful a song uh i already said new kid in town i can't tell you why uh love will keep us alive which is a newer track off of hell freezes over but is also a good one okay How, here we go you ready take it to the limit there you go okay one of these nights okay heartache tonight remember heartache tonight i 
Yes. Dude, I mean, not one of my favorites, but yes, I remember. It's a the good best one. of my love. I mean, th- these are. And, and, and those of you that are listening and watching, if you're wondering why we're not playing snippets of these songs, it's because this. If we don't, if we played snippets of these songs, this video would never make it to air. <laughs> it would just be silence. It'd be silent for half the video. So all of these songs, write them down, go check them out. Yeah. And I will tell you off the Desperado album, Duel and Dalton is my favorite song off that album. I like it better than Desperado. Like I, I tend to list it back. Well, especially back in the day. And I still try to do it now as I listen to full, like the full album. Well, and I was just about to say, that's one of the things that, uh, that I love about the Eagles. Uh, the same, the same that I love about Pink Floyd or Led Zeppelin, or even, you know, bands that we heard snippets of today metallica or green even green day foo fighters like they don't write albums just okay we're gonna write this one hit and then the rest are filler their albums are meant to be listened to from start to finish yeah right especially especially bands like pink floyd um and the eagles you you miss so much of um it's like reading a story like if you read one chapter like oh that's a great chapter but you only leave it at that. You miss the entire the, the context in which that chapter uh, lies in. And so like, you might really love Hotel California, but if you listen to everything else and how it fits with everything else, yeah, the greater context is is what's is what attracts me to a band like the Eagles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, 100%. And I remember when I listened to Hotel California, because that's the first album I kind of got into. And I remember, and I've been playing like Eagles songs since I was a kid, you know, Tequila Sunrise and, and, you know, Take It Easy, all that. We played those all the time. Uh, But that was the first album I listened to. And I remember I went to the second track and I was like, wait, there's more to this album. And I just remember listening to every song off the album going, holy hell this this whole album is is magic and it's like you have you know five guys all writing tunes i believe it's five uh and they're all writing tunes and only the best of those get on there so they're all great tunes you know they they've they've gotten rid of the crap and it's just these five guys best tunes i mean it's uh it's it's they're they're just a great band i'm i wish we could listen to more uh eagle stuff like in full because you know and if yeah. of course if you don't know who the eagles are go check them out every album is great um but uh you know let us you know oh wait we we haven't done the first listen yet right i was no, about to have it oh man You're i was about, about to close to, the show i was about to close the show buddy good thing i edit this shit <laughs> <laughs> but uh i'm so glad you brought it who's doing the first listen this week you are i thought you had it oh Am I doing this? I've got one. If you don't, go in and do it. Yeah, I'll do it. Okay. Well, hold, hold, hold on. I have been holding off. <laughs> He's been holding off the oh. song for a very long time. Are you going to play the one that we talked about? No, you are. No, okay, you I'm going to play that way. I know what we're there. playing. Okay, okay, then I've sorry. got it next week. Yes. God. Sorry. I've been waiting three weeks to listen to this album. Okay, let me go in and share my stuff. Here, talk amongst yourself. What album is it? This isn't an album. This is a song. Okay. Yeah, but what's the album the song comes off of? Oh, I'll, I'll look it up. All I know, you know who it is. It's Kirk Hammett's solo song. I, I just think it's funny. 20 years after Jason tries to put out a solo album, 
It's not even an album. It's an EP. It's called Portals. Well, there you go. Okay. I'm pulling it up right now. Okay, I got my... Oh, there's more than one. Okay, so I'm going to play the one song that I actually did listen to. Do it. Okay. Let me know if y'all can hear this. Can y'all hear that? Yeah. And by the way, this is all instrumental. High Plains Drifter? Yes, sir.
There you go. The High Plains Drifter by Kirk Hammett. And for those who don't know, Kirk Hammett is the guitar player for a little-known band called Metallica. Okay. Thoughts? It was... I'll let you go first, Griffiths. Yeah. I mean, I didn't dislike it, but for me, it was a little theatrical. (laughs) You think? (laughs) I'm like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that's exactly what he was going for. So, but I get it. But when I think of, when I think of Kirk, I don't think of that. Yeah. I think that's the whole point. Yeah. And so, and that's why, I guess that's why I was like, eh, I'm sure if I listened to it a few more times, it would grow on me. But for right now, it's, I mean, it was good. Yeah. I, I, I will say this. I much preferred the second half of the song than the first half. Yeah. The first half for me, I was kind of like, eh, yeah. yeah, it was a slow build, a slow burn yeah. at the beginning. But the second half definitely got me, I don't want to say hooked, but got me bought <clears throat> back in a little bit. So, yeah. Well, and and I know I really want to hear what Fish has to say. I, I am notoriously hard on Kirk. Um, I feel like a lot of his stuff is dialed in more recently. I actually was really inspired by this. I felt like, he put time, he put effort. You could tell he was really trying to push himself as a player and as a writer. Um, this is probably the most exciting thing that I've heard him do. Like, I can't tell you the last time I heard a guitar solo without a wall on it, you know, like that, that alone. And I mean, Dude, like half the guitar solos on the new album. Well, but, but what I'm wall. saying though, is like, that's what I loved about it. It's like, it, to me, I, I could really, I felt like he was really saying, you know what, I'm going to serve the song. And this is what I'm doing. And I, I absolutely love it. So I, I, I mean, it's not something I'm going to put on like at two o'clock in the morning, you know, if I'm, you know, wanting to party, but it's definitely, I, I was very, I was very surprised. I listened to it probably five to 10 times the first time I, you know, put it on. So I like it. Right on. Oh, well, because that was truly a first listen for me. I've, like I said, I've been holding off listen to it, listening to anything since you talked about wanting to play it. Yeah. Um, I got a lot of... What's funny is, is knowing the band as well as I do, right? Like Now that all three of us have seen them either on our own or together, uh, you'll know that every concert of Metallica's it started out with the theme from the good, the bad, and the ugly. It's right? always been that way. Right? Since day one. Since yeah. Since Kill Em All till now, they come out to that song. Um, and if you haven't, if you don't know what we're talking about, go check it out. It's pretty cool. It's called The Ecstasy of Gold. <clears throat> I got a little bit of feel like that at the very beginning with the Spanish guitar. and 100%. Yeah. And the, and the Spanish feel. Mm-hmm. Right? Um. And then as it progressed, I thought to myself, this is something I could hear this in an 80s sci-fi slash fantasy movie, Mm -hmm. right? Like a, almost like a Flash Gordon type movie. (laughs) Yes. Um, Deep dive. Oh man, I love it. Dude, the soundtrack to that movie. Oh, so good. Um, Because it was written by Queen. It was written by Queen. And then you, you you round it back out with that Spanish guitar again, right? Um, 
which Kirk doesn't really play a whole lot. Yeah. And he and really, the, it, the, the, the reason he started playing that more is because of who's now in the band uh, with the bass player, Rob, who his, his father-in-law, I believe is a Flamingo player. I did not know that. Yeah. And so, you know, Rob brings that, that kind of Latin feel since, you know, he's Latin American, he brings that Latin feel to the band and that sensibility and so I just I think it's interesting. I would really be interested to hear a James solo album and a Rob solo album just to hear what those guys would write outside of the context of the band. Yeah. Right. And I you kind of get what a James solo album would be because this last one, this double album was solely written by James and Lars because Kirk famously lost his phone that had over like 600 riffs that he had written oh man i didn't know that lost his phone and so he couldn't and he couldn't remember them so it was just james and lars writing the songs for that album and which you can definitely tell um but yeah it's it's really interesting to hear when given free reign and you just write whatever you want to what someone comes up with and was it the greatest song no, but um, I'm intrigued. Yeah, I want to listen to the rest of the album. I didn't I, yeah, when I, I listened to it. There's just one, and now there's like three up. So I'm, I'm gonna def- there's four songs. Okay, I only saw it, three. Yeah, you definitely picked the shorter of the of the four. Oh, good. The shortest of the four because the 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 title or not the title track, but the first track, "Maiden in the Monster," is seven and seven minutes and eighteen seconds. Yeah. Then the next one, the Gen, which is the most downloaded on iTunes of the of the EP, it's six minutes and fifty seven seconds. Yeah. High Plains Drifter clocks in at four forty six, and then the last one, the Incantation, is over eight minutes long. So. Wow. Yeah. Don't want no short short song. Don't want no short short song. <laughs> yeah, great. I liked it, and, yeah. and I'm definitely gonna check the other three out. It'll probably be on rotation for a while right like it's i would say it's a seeing as they're all pretty much 60 years old now it's a pretty mature sounding song yeah Yeah. i I found it interesting bringing in horns and and synthesizers and things like that that you don't really associate with a metal guitar player such as kirk which was i i found Again, the word of the day, the buzzword, intriguing, but also kind of okay. Let's let's see where this goes, right? Because you know, it's not something that you would typically hear in a Kirk Hammett song yeah. or a Metallica song. So yeah, one hundred percent. The horn did remind me of the horn that they, that plays at the beginning of the Unforgiven and the Unforgiven Three, right? Yeah, all all three Unforgivens. And they all have that that French horn. Yeah, and so that was very reminiscent of the Unforgiven because it has that Spanish guitar at the beginning or classical guitar anyway. Yeah, so, yeah, I liked it very much. Yavol, awesome, such such good, and and that's what I love about uh, our channels. You know, you'll go from punk, rock, uh, country, 
And then all of a sudden Eagles. And now we're talking about, you know, an instrumental by, you know, a guitar player in a metal band. So uh, I love this. Uh, I'm, I'm glad y'all reminded me. I forgot. It's been so long since we said we were going to listen to it. So uh, thank you, Fisher, for doing an official first listen. Uh, for you out there that have uh, now I can actually say, you know, uh, for you out there that have liked this episode, didn't like it, have comments, uh, want to tell me about Christmas music like and. Yeah, like it, uh, subscribe, uh, get on there, you know, feed the algorithm. Uh, Let us know what you're thinking. Um, uh, We have a lot of cool content coming up. Uh, We have other houses that Gerfers is going to go through, but uh, today's house was definitely (laughs) interesting for sure. But uh, since you've been uh, breaking your back, this uh, back half of this section, why don't you go ahead and finish it up, Fisher, with some... uh, some channels we need to check out some channels you need to check out yes do you have some this week i mean i have some every week g how do you find time to watch all these channels well you know a lot of the channels that i've mentioned are channels that i've watched in the past especially during the pandemic when we were home doing nothing Hmm. Right. And so they they just pop up in my feed every so often. I'm like, oh, yeah, that, that channel. And then I'll go check them out for and kind of refresh myself on uh, what they were. And then sometimes I just I'm like, OK, I could say this channel, but. And then you click on that channel and then sometimes and then it'll recommend others. And so a lot of them are rec- just recommendations. Um, so this first one is a recommendation that YouTube recommends to me that I've checked out for maybe all of two videos. Um, and this girl is just a monster on the guitar. Um, and she it's a cover channel. But what's really cool is she puts her own. Her own spin, like she doesn't just play straight covers. She puts her own, her own spin on it. And it's a channel by the name of sophie lloyd uh, go check okay. her out she's 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 a ripper she can she can throw it down with the best of them she's really good go so go check her out and any of these channels that you go check out just let them know where you heard us where you heard of them from let them know that you heard them from us so maybe some of their fans will come check us out yeah um and then this one this one's gonna make ryan happy because he's probably watched this channel a couple of times on on the YouTubes, uh, it is HD Pink Floyd, and it is exactly what you think it is. It is nothing but Pink Floyd concert footage. Well, if I have watched that channel, it wasn't because I looked for the channel. I was just watching a video from it, not realizing it. But um, a lot of the videos that you see on on the HD Pink Floyd channel are a lot of like David Gilmour by himself. Uh, just him and an acoustic guitar um, but it's it's got like the pulse video on it and if y'all don't know what that is you need to go check that out that's one of their mo- more famous uh, lot of concert videos mm-hmm. um, I think it was recorded over two days I think two separate uh, concerts Um spliced into one live dvd yeah um i remember that that concert happened in 94 i remember 
two years later, when I graduated high school, the all-star baseball team that I was on, we traveled to Beaumont to play in a tournament. And we had, you know, we, we didn't stay in hotels. We stayed in host families homes and the host family that I got to stay with. Uh, we, we went up on a Friday night or we got there on a Friday evening and the host family I was staying with, uh, the dad you know, couldn't have been much older than what we are now at the time, uh, maybe younger. It was a really nice house. He had a really nice home theater system and he wanted to show it off to, to me and the other guy that was staying with me at the house. And he was like, you got to come check this out. And you know, we're barbecuing out in the backyard, whatnot. So he brings us in and like some, some of the other guys on the team that were over at the house and a bunch of the dads, we all go in the, the living room. He pushes play on the, on the, the DVD player because DVDs had just come out at this point and boom, Pink Floyd pulse. And I sat there for the full hour and a half or whatever that, however long that video is just <laughs> mouth, just like impressed by the stereo, right? The home stereo and whatnot, but that just, that's when my eyes really were open to Pink Floyd. And when the video was done, I looked at him and was like, you got any more of that? <laughs> and he was like, he was like, come with me. And so we go in his, we go in the back of the house and he has a, a, a listening room. I would love to find this guy and talk to him more about music now because he had his, you know, he had a, a listening room, kind of what I'm trying to set up here at the house. And he reaches on the shelf and pulls out a record, puts it on the turntable. And uh, it was dark side of the moon, <laughs> which I'd heard before, but yeah. Vinyl. Through but not like that. <laughs> on a vinyl record, right? Vinyl record, big speak, you know, speakers that, I think they were like clips or something like that, you know, not cheap. And just he, he reaches over and I'm 18 at the time. Right. He reaches over to the fridge. He's like, here you go. Pops open a beer. <laughs> Sit there, drink, drink a, a beer and listen to Pink Floyd. That is amazing. Yeah. So I had something very similar happen to me when I was in Abilene this last uh, weekend, <laughs> except he didn't play me Pink Floyd. I've got it queued up right here. We were sitting out on his back porch and he was like, dude, if you've never heard this before, you've got to hear this. And I'm talking about Joel and Joel totally just busted this out. And I was like, no, dude, you're not going to get us copyright strike. Are you? Oh no, not at all. <laughs> I hate you so much. I really do. And I hate this song. No, I mean, I, I you know, that we, snare. As soon as the snare about, hits, I'm just out. Perfect timing. You like that one? Up. You you like that one? Yeah. I mean, man, I, yeah, it was it was good, and so we had a good time with it. Um, and, and he followed it up, you know, with. I, oh my gosh! I knew it's kind. <laughs> I, I I thought it was gonna be this. No, but man, this was after he had a few drinks. Oh my gosh. I don't care how many drinks I've had. I will <laughs> never play this in my backyard willingly. Oh man. Oh no, but the hero song, he had to play it for me at least three times. 
Lies. All now, now, lies. Now the, the question is, is, is your lady friend, does she, does she at least know that song? Which one? Hero, man. Come on. I don't oh, know. Uh, hey, do you like Hero by uh it's the, not by Nickelback? The, by the spot on the Spider-Man soundtrack. Do you like it? Oh, no. <laughs> she doesn't know it. Okay. <laughs> hey, look, yes. look I, I say this with all love and <laughs> she affection. can't hear it. I'm on my headphones, but go on ahead. What are you doing with this woman? <laughs> it's because he's this. Oh my god. He's so high. Y'all dude. are terrible. Y'all are <laughs> terrible. I mean, I look, she's probably a lovely woman and 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 a, Oh, she's and amazing a and she's even more amazing pleasure, the fact she doesn't know this song. And and a pleasure to be around, but Oh my god. <laughs> I hate this song so much. It took us it took us 20 damn years to get Ryan where he is. I don't know if I have that in me anymore. <laughs> Hey, in all seriousness, though, I have to ask you this. This is this is a serious question, Joel. Okay, okay, um, here we go. What I, I think we talked about this in the text. What did you think about the David Gilmore CD that I let you borrow? Oh, I know you said it's 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 like, like Pink it's Floyd, Pink Floyd it's, but no, no, it's great. Um, I started listening to it, but I want to listen to it more. It's it's like everything else. You, every time you listen to it, you hear something else. But I mean, is it is it on par with? You know, for me, like the other Pink Floyd stuff, well, I'm still partial to like, you know, uh, The Wall and Dark Side of the Moon and things of that nature. But like, it's still, you know, Wish You Were Here. I mean, but it's really good. I, I was surprised. Uma yeah. Guma. Pink Umaguma. Not a big fan of Umaguma. I mean, I like it, but not a big okay. fan. But it's okay. Here, here's the million dollar question. Oh, geez. If 68 comes after 67, and 69 comes after 68. What comes after 69? Oh, this is going to be good. I have no idea. Mouthwash. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's so good. And on that note, keep loving, keep living, good loving. No, see, you messed it up. You can't say that. I don't. You're gotta That's say it. Your line, yo. I know, but dude, that is your catchphrase. You messed it up. It's what I do. Because you have gray beard. That's why. I'm just saying. Dang. <laughs> Dang. Dang. Man, wow. I tell you, see, this is what we do. You literally are watching and listening to what we do. We <laughs> give each other shit over the stupidest <laughs> stuff, right? So that it, it is what it is. We hope you enjoyed today. I mean, I called it. We could get one person to move, and we did. It was tough, but he did Reluctantly. it. Reluctantly. Um, next week, I don't know, man. Uh, I don't think Christian moves. I think he stays. Joel very well could move to house seven. I don't know. We'll find out. Just uh, a little tease. Come on. I, I can't. I can't. Mm-hmm. I can't. Come on. Tickle him. I, I, I'll just let y'all think about it for a little bit. But uh, just, just know that it is like not. for me. <laughs> yeah. Nice. But, hey. Um, Another featured artist will come your way. Uh, I have a feeling of who the featured artist is going to be kind of teetering back and forth on who, but I think if I go with what my gut's telling me, I think y'all will enjoy it. Barry Manilow. Well, there hasn't Barry Manilow. It will there not hasn't, be there hasn't been uh, a featured artist that I haven't enjoyed yet. 
I, I think the one that I'm leaning towards, it's going to be interesting. Tonight's featured artist, uh, maybe not as much as others, but I, man, I'm not going to push skip on the. I tell you, man, the Eagles on the, like on the, on the playlist. If, if the Eagle song comes up, I just I felt the Eagles needed to be talked about with as big as they are. Uh, but I tell you what, we They're a again good whiskey sipping band. Sure. One hundred percent. Um, and if you liked what you heard tonight, just to uh, give you an idea, real quick, I have all of our featured artist stuff here. If you liked the Eagles, we've covered Justin Timberlake. We covered Nine Inch Nails. We've covered No Doubt, Rush. Uh, I mean, golly, we're going way back. Pantera, Coldplay. I mean, if Deftones. you Deftones. Right, we did Deftones, My we Chemical Romance, Lincoln Park, My Chemical Romance, you too. I, I mean, just it goes back. And so, if you liked this tonight, go check out other episodes. I'm surprised we haven't seen them in a house yet. Well, there's three houses left. We'll see what happens. Um, and then, hey, we got three houses left, and then we're gonna get some members around Flea in the super group. <laughs> it's gonna be awesome. But until then, keep living, keep loving, keep listening. And as always, keep rocking. Yes. (laughs) I hate you so much. And they they sing so well together, don't, don't they? they? Hey, no, just like us. <laughs> I, I heard this song over the weekend. Oh, and I may or may not have had a few, but where'd it go? Here you go. We're gonna we might have to use do this person as a featured artist at some point. If I can find the song, where'd it go? This is some bullshit. Dead air. Don't take it bad. Well, tickle my balls with an ice cube and call me Joel Cox. (laughs) I mean, there's your opener. Here we go. go.